Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings for this meeting of the show designed with you in mind. I'm Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted and excited to host another edition of Talking with T. It's the first Monday in May, so it's time for a new theme. This month, we'll go with Make It Happen. Stop waiting and wishing and make it happen. No one is ever impressed by how good your excuses are. Start making some things happen for your life. Start taking steps toward your goals, even if it's a small step. Move forward and keep moving until you reach your destination. So this month, you will be encouraged to make things happen. And we will also highlight people who are already making it happen. Speaking of which, today in history, in 1976, William H. Hasty, a native of Knoxville, Tennessee, was inaugurated as the first black governor of the Virgin Islands. Also on this date in 1878, J.R. Winters received a patent for the fire escape ladder. This week on the national calendar is Thank a Teacher Week. Every profession starts with a teacher. The job of an educator is not easy, trust me, I know. We charge teachers with the task of educating and growing young minds. Teachers tackle many roles in a very demanding job. Be sure this week to find a teacher and say thank you. Other celebrations and acknowledgments in the month of May include National Salad Month, National Bike Month, National Hamburger Month, Military Appreciation Month, National Barbecue Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, and National Foster Care Awareness. For today's happy highlights, I want to congratulate a young lady that is definitely one of T's top teams. 17-year-old Jasmine Harrison from Greensboro, North Carolina, has a perfect 4.0 grade point average and received 113, let me say that real slow so you can hear me, 113 college acceptance letters. In addition to $4.5 million in merit-based scholarships, over $4 million in scholarships. <laughs> this is more than amazing. And this young lady who took advantage of National College Application Week and was diligent in applying for scholarships is seeing the fruits of her labors. I mean, it has paid off in a big way. And again, we celebrate Jasmine Harrison as she plans to attend Bennett College and major in biology with an ultimate goal of being a nurse. On a different note, Kanye West has been trending in the news and I've read a lot of opinions about him and his thoughts that slavery was a choice and also about his love for President Trump. So I started a discussion over the weekend on my Facebook page about Kanye West and I led the discussion with the following statement. Do we need to vote him off the island? Do we need to trade him in? Is he a lost cause? Or did we jump too fast in interpreting what Kanye said? Is it possible that due to his mental state, he wasn't able to articulate what he really meant by saying slavery was a choice? Now, keep in mind, 
Those were just questions to stimulate thinking. I went on to say, in reality, we always have choices. Even death is a choice. I was initially quick to pass judgment, and let's be clear, I still don't think slavery was a choice, not in the way that we define it. But how many people were brave enough to choose between life and death? That seems like no choice. I mean, I know it is, but it seems like it isn't. And I also believe that you support people who align with your beliefs. And Kanye West supports Donald Trump. So, hey, there's a message in that as well. But regardless of what he believes, it really doesn't interfere with my life. My curiosity really is in how many people thought that slavery was a choice. And I'm just hoping that he hasn't brainwashed some impressionable fan into thinking that people willingly were abducted and put into bondage. Now, he does appear to have some mental and emotional challenges. Now, that's my perception and also based on some of the things he has said. And as Pam reminded us, he stated that he stopped taking his medication. So the implication there is that at one point, he was on it. And I also heard in an interview that when he was hospitalized, when, you know, we thought he was losing it. And when we were saying he was having a breakdown, he was saying he was having a breakthrough. So when you're choosing between life and death and it's in the context of slavery, for most of us, it doesn't seem like a real choice. The general consensus by those with logical minds is that slavery wasn't a choice. No one asked if they wanted to be raped, tortured, separated from their land and family. Although we have choices, in my opinion, slavery wasn't one of them. It was no more a choice than our race, skin color, or the parents were born to. It's no more a choice than somebody breaking into your house when you are home. So don't go crazy trying to understand crazy thinking. It's been a minute, but I'm going to check in with Lincoln from New Jersey to get his thoughts on today's edition of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln. So for today, I actually had two segments and I separated them because the conversation with Lincoln is quite extensive and I didn't want to cut it short. So make sure that you listen to Talking with T as our regular show covering trending news and hot topics. And then you go back and tune in to the special edition on Talking with T of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln as we cover the sensitive issue of slavery being a choice as sparked by the statement made by Kanye West on the TMZ interview. For now, we'll continue with this current edition. So keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking with T.
mama told me right from wrong, but I ain't listen to her. Got caught up selling Mary Mary, how to call it to her. All I knew was murder, kill, kill, murder, kill. Pop a pill, crack a bottle, fill that winter chill. All my homies knew the block like they backhand. But I was stranger to the notion playing Pac-Man. Wanted to rap since I was six with mama cat skin. Came back bald-headed with a sad grin. I almost lost it to a toxic daily, watch the boxing. Cried for her cause you can't when your baby's watching. Been the strongest woman ever since the day she dead. Mama gon' be queen forever till the day she dead. Empty bellies made me jelly of the kids with bread. Had to miss a few meals, she did the best she can. I love you mama, every dollar you invested in. Made me richer than the color of your sacred skin. Just to keep us in A residence away from drugs and the violence Couldn't escape because the neighbors didn't want us there They took it out on the house cause they ain't like our skin Wasn't hood enough for the hood so I never fit in Took to the music, turned away from the politics Grew in my faith though there's still some things I struggle with I thought my pops was the toughest till his cancer hit I saw him suffer through my pain that I would never wish On anybody cause all we're trying to do is live And what we do to have our life keeps us from living it Follow my heart and not the path that they said I should take So many ups and downs but still the best decision I made I was lost and through the struggles, man, I found my way It made me strong enough to stand for who I am today your ears on blast this will go real fast as we check out our monday minute quick bits the two black men in the middle of the controversial arrest at starbucks settles for one dollar each plus two hundred thousand to establish a program for young entrepreneurs kevin johnson the ceo of starbucks went to philadelphia to personally apologize and offered his mentorship to the two men named Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson. One person was fatally shot in Opry Mills Mall in Nashville, Tennessee, sending the mall into a panic. The suspect was later apprehended as he turned in his weapon and himself into a mall security officer. A new report released by the FBI says that there were 30 active shooter situations in 2017, this is more than any other year recorded. The mother and brother of Ebony Groves, one of the victims in the Waffle House shooting, got a standing ovation as they received her diploma at Belmont University's graduation ceremony. Trump thanks Kanye West at the NRA convention for doubling his African-American polling numbers. Hmm. Um, okay, moving on. A black former White House staffer, Darren Martin, 
is speaking out after someone in his neighborhood reported him to police for armed burglary while he was moving into his New York City apartment. I encourage you to read the entire story through the link shared on my webpage. That's www.talkingwitht.com under today's show tab. And also under today's show, you can see the video released by former NFL player Desmond Marrow showing his arrest last December when police mistook his cell phone for a gun. That sounds familiar. Anyway, he described the incident in his Facebook post stating, During the arrest, the police knocked my teeth out, slammed me on my head, and choked me out until I was unconscious. He also said, I was fully cooperating with the officers with zero resistance. I thought I was going to die. I was sure I was passing out or dying when the officer was choking me as my breath kept slipping away. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while with Professor J and P.I. Pam as we cover trending news and hot topics. You're back where it's at, and we're here to attack the latest in trending news and hot topics with the know-it-all Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So just to get these two agitated, I'm going to start with the story about an elementary school principal in Houston named Sharon Swearingen. Apparently, her and the staff were dealing with a black special needs student who has been known to run from class, and, you know, we call those runners. And I actually had a runner in my days of teaching, but never did I think of the solution that she suggested. She reportedly told staff members that the next time he ran, they wouldn't chase him but call the police and tell them he has a gun so they can come faster. Now, this is wrong on so many levels. I found nothing funny at all about her statement, and I'm alarmed that a woman like this is leading a whole school. Long time. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say hello. <laughs> I'm like, Jay, okay? Mm-hmm. Long side. So it's almost like that episode of Good Times where I think Florida tells Thelma to call the police and Thelma tells her, well, you know, Mom, they're not going to come in this neighborhood. And Florida tells them, well, tell them that we're white. They'll come faster. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I saw that story on social media that you're talking about, Tanisha, and I'm like, okay, Really? saying that a student has a gun and is running out of a school is going to supposedly make the police come faster. Nah. Yeah, we'll put we'll put her on the list of uh, educators behaving badly because clearly she is so out of touch with uh, what's going on in her building and her students. Right. Right. She's trying to get the poor boy killed. I mean... Right, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, young. I mean, you know, no matter what the age, you know, it doesn't matter with them because uh, what Tamir Rice was what twelve. Uh, so it doesn't matter the age. So we can't. I was gonna say young black men, but it doesn't matter with them if they know someone. They think that someone has a weapon and they're running, and they're darker than a paper bag. Oh, that's license to kill for them. And she would actually form her mouth to say that. I'm wondering, did that, did the story say who snitched around, who reported it? No, I think because she said it in front of several staff members. 
So that goes to show that her mind did not really comprehend that that was a dangerous thing to say and that it wasn't an appropriate thing to say. Like he said, she could have gotten that boy killed. Let's just say he's running. She's called the police. We know how ugly that could get. That could go wrong in several ways. But I believe one of the staff members or someone that overheard her reported it. Anybody that's dealt with special needs kids or, you know, they're both educated, had them in your school, you know, they can get aggressive sometimes and not meaning to, but it could have happened. It, that could have been a whole disaster. She's lucky somebody, you know, reported her. Right. Now, keep in mind they said it's an elementary school. So, in my opinion, that made it just even worse because this is a young child. Right. Well, we are just a couple of weeks out from the royal wedding between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And Markle's half-brother, Thomas Markle Jr., has emerged and advised Prince Harry to cancel the wedding. The two are estranged, and he lives in Oregon. And in a handwritten letter he wrote to Prince Harry, he said that this is the biggest mistake in royal wedding history. He went on to say that Megan drove their father into bankruptcy and left him broke in Mexico, and that Megan will make a joke out of Prince Harry and the royal family. Although we heard this week that Megan's father will attend the wedding, her brother says that her father was not invited. Now, I don't know if there's any truth to her brother's claims, but he isn't the only one who had something to say. His son, which is her nephew, was not invited to the wedding, nor her half-sister, Samantha Markle, who is writing a memoir called The Diary of Princess Pussy's Sister, and she called her a social climber. Hmm. Forgive. Long side. <laughs> Long side. <laughs> because I'm still waiting on our invitation to the war, to the royal wedding. Right. <laughs> Not even getting good to go. Well, right. she's apparently very selective. <laughs> she is. And, but, can you blame her? She's marrying into the British royal family. And, Honestly, from what I know about the royals, they don't let everyone into even their public celebrations. Right. So if you have not been properly vetted or whatever, you just can't show up like, hey, I'm here. Where's my plate at the barbecue? Well, I guess that, but, I mean, we're talking about her brother and sister and her nephew. I mean, I don't know. Well... Story behind that. What I mean, what happened for them to be estranged? I don't know. I did read that the last time they saw each other was seven years ago at a funeral, and I don't remember what family member it was, but that's the last time they talked. And he called her a C-rated actress among some other things. So I don't know. He might have some tea. And I, I mean, I'm curious what he means about leaving her father broke in Mexico, and that he was saying that her father. Had to bail Megan out of all of this debt, you know. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't think she'll be broke no more. Well, that's well, true. No. And then too, you know, just throwing this out here, I'm pretty sure that the uh, royal family put limits on who she could invite, since she's not of royalty. But she's a bride. Oh, she is. Yeah. But, it know, don't matter. You're dealing. You're dealing with a royal family here that has 
very strict and very stringent traditions on how they do things. Mm. You know, had she come out of royal blood, it probably would be a different story. Okay. But since she does not, and since she does not look like the people who have inhabited Buckingham Palace for hundreds of years now, you know, maybe there's uh, a, stat, uh, a group of limitations that's been placed on her and who she can bring in. Hmm. And maybe at, at, over a period of time, those limitations will lighten. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there, playing devil's advocate. Because you know, I, I went on my invitation. Because, <laughs> you know, every family has that crazy uncle. Yeah. But they usually still get to come to the wedding and start the electric slide. I'm gonna, they can do that at the royal wedding. For her culture. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? I can't think of sliding. What did you say, Jay? I said, let me find out there electric sliding over across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Did you two see the story about a New Jersey high school staff who kept finding human feces on their uh, athletic track? And when I say... I don't want to throw up. I don't want to throw up. Well, let me just say, when I say they kept finding the feces, I mean on a daily basis, every day, they go out and find this element on the track. Okay. So this story is already strange enough, but the police have charged the superintendent of a nearby school district. Thomas Tramaglini has been charged with lewdness, littering, and defecating in public, and Tramaglini had been the superintendent since 2015. He asked for and was granted a paid leave of absence. We got questions. I know nasty dust and so. And I said dust and so because I can't say what I want to say. Right. <laughs> Okay, he must have really been eating his fire to go out there every, every day. But what was the point? That's nasty. That's some serious hate right there. Yeah, yeah. So this next story just ticked me off. Two Native American brothers won a college visit to Colorado State University when one of the parents on the visit called 911 saying that their behavior and clothing stood out. So first of all, who thinks to call in a whole emergency because of what someone has on and their behavior, which was described really as just being shot, not dangerous? Well, the police officers came, and rather quickly, they let them go to rejoin the tour. But by that time, the tour guide and everyone had gone on. So the two brothers went back to the admissions office, but they were told nothing could be done and ended up traveling seven hours back home to Santa Cruz, New Mexico. Now, it's hard for me to believe that the admissions office couldn't locate where the tour was and reunite those two young men. The university later released a statement of regret, calling it sad and frustrating from nearly every angle. So my question is, what are they going to do about it? Like, the incident itself was horrible. What are they going to do to make amends? I know they better grant them admissions or something. Or a free tour. A personal tour, transportation back. I don't know. They need to do something. That little statement of right. regret is not sufficient. And what was it that these that these young men were doing that would have, uh, again, led to this 911 call that was, you know, otherwise usually reserved for 
life or death emergency? The parents said the parents said that she called because of the way they were dressed and their behavior was strange. And later, I don't know if they had on you know Native American traditional attire. Now I have a picture, and it doesn't seem that strange to me. But you know, first of all, when she called nine one one, the operator should have said what. By Felicia. Right. Okay. Okay, Pam, you shared a Friday fact last week, and I want you to say it again for the people in the back. This is dealing with relationships, and often you share these words of wisdom, but I really want to make sure this one stood out to me, and I want to make sure that we share this advice for anybody who needs it. So the Friday fact was never, ever check a man twice about the same woman. I don't care what he tells you, what he says. If she keeps popping up, this will keep in the back. She never went anywhere. Yeah. Hashtag stay woke. Yeah. That's 100 right there. You right. What did you say, Jerry? I said, bloop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If you just, you know, because I said so much, it'd be, it's the same other woman all the time. And I'm thinking, okay, you keep getting into it with her, but he got asking him what his part is. I mean, something has, women usually don't trip for no reason. You know what I mean? Right. They don't keep popping up for no reason. If he's calling, he's dang sure answering. Right. Right. He hadn't lifted in the bud. You're right. If it's the same person, they didn't go anywhere. They've been around. Been around. Yeah. Well, that's it for this bit. And I'll check in with the two of you next week to see what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Now, right now. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local and rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that, so it goes on flying anyway. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.